Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I almost played him the Man in Black or uh, the the famous Johnny Cash song because I didn't know we didn't even coordinate, but we're both wearing our black thanks to our guy Nate Dolan uh, for hooking it up. Graphic Imprints. If you need some gear for your business? Go uh, check out graphic-imprints.com or Nate at Graphic Imprints. Taking one. Catch them during uh, email. If you missed anything, hour number one, Montana Football Hour tacked all the way around the Bobcat victory in the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs, as well as some of the other crazy uh, games that played out over the weekend. You can find it all on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Joined now by one of my favorite guys, Marty Mortaweg, in studio with us. Coach, what's going on? Coulter, let's heat it up. It's a little chilly out there. I'll tell you what, what a weekend that was with the 1AA, the FCS, right, Uh, games. Three of them Friday night, but two were at the same time. So I had one on the TV on the ESPN. Then I had one on my phone. Nice. The ESPN Plus thing. So, uh, and some crazy good things coming out of that. One great, great game, the Sacramento State game. I mean, was my goodness. Crazy. Can you imagine? You you were an offensive coordinator for 30 plus years. Can you imagine scoring 63, getting 48 first downs, and losing? And losing. Well, they turned it over, <laughs> what? Did, twice. A couple of times, yep. and that ended up biting them in the butt on that one, you know? So, yeah, uh, what a great weekend it was. 48 first downs is just like a, a mind bending number. I mean,. You're lucky if you run 80 plays. They ran 109, which is impressive in itself. But to get 48 first downs, though, is just, I've never even heard of such a thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the Arena League scores. You remember (laughs) those uh, back in the day. But uh, what a great week. Got a new do. I love it. Uh, Got a little hair cut off. Uh, The 1AA games, the NFL games were awesome as well. For sure. You know, and then. Snow plowed out a little bit Sunday. Yeah, snow how's the snow broke. situation? Coach Marty lives up at the top of the hill right by the river, so it's uh, he probably got a lot uh, I got a long there. driveway, <laughs> yeah, you, you see. Do. So I've got a little <laughs> UTV, Montana Motor Mall. and they, So then the plow breaks, oh, no. and then they come over and they fix it real quick. I mean, that, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. So, But I, you have to get ahead of the game. Because I've got such a long driveway. Otherwise, it ices up just a little bit, Coulter. That's why I say heat it up. <laughs> if you want to stream the show, you always can on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. You can also find it on the ESPN MT app as well. And if you want to be a part of the show, you always can by calling 406-888-1029 or by texting us at 888-1029. This is the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Marty Mornaweg, more than 25 years in the NFL in studio with us, we're going to talk almost all things NFL today because now we're getting into crunch time. We're getting to the part of the calendar where there's games on 
Mondays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays. If you don't want to get off the couch, you don't have to. And trust me, I'm not planning on it anytime soon. The Monday Afternoon Quarterback is presented by Front Street Pizza, Dazzler's Car Wash, and Rome Student Housing. Go get Front Street Pizza a try. Delicious, traditionally sourced pizza. You can get it by the slice or by the pizza pie. And uh, it's located right there on Front Street across from the old public library right below Rome Student Housing. Uh, it's funny because you know, a lot of times I go to my brother's, he's got an NFL Sunday ticket, or I go down down to one of my favorite places and you know, got all the games on, watching them all. Uh, but I've been on the road so much, so I decided just to hang out this weekend, just stay at home. And uh, so I only was watching the games that were you know just on the national TV for me, which is all fine and dandy because they played the Eagles in the morning and they played the Chiefs in the afternoon. Those were the ones I was going to watch anyways. But I was watching the Eagles game, and I, I was just so unbelievably impressed because I think that it's always been the notion of of putting your players in positions of success has always been important in football. But I think that in the NFL now, matchups are more important than ever. Putting your players in positions of success is more important than ever. I think that's why you've seen some of these young coaches really rise to the forefront. But, you, I mean, you you watch their offense, and you can see right away some of the limits that Jalen Hurts has, and it doesn't matter because they only accentuate his strengths. That opening drive was a thing of beauty. I mean, he was 9 of 10, seven different receivers for seven different first downs, and boom, they punched the Giants right in the face, and all of a sudden, 48 points later, I mean, they are absolutely in control of that division. They've done a great job in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. However, this new staff last year, they were new. They did really poorly till about midseason. That's right. And then they figured out what Jalen's strengths were and played directly to his strengths. And then is all he's done is gotten better and better and better. You talk about a man that's diligent. Oh, man. This guy will not have. It will not happen. He won't have anybody else outwork or outprepare him. And then he's skilled at a high level as well. It's so fun watching him on the sidelines, too, because they got some great receivers around him. But those guys are also like very receiver-like in their personalities. I mean, A.J. Brown and Devontae, I mean, they'll be dancing on the sidelines, and they're going crazy, and they're trying to get him all hyped. He just sits there. He's just stone-faced. His focus is incredible. Yeah, I think some of that's natural. For sure. And some of it was the environment that he grew up in. Of course, his dad was a head high school coach, and so he grew up around that and then was coached by some really good coaches at Alabama and Oklahoma. And so, yeah, he's really, really level-headed. I will tell you he's very humble in public, but you get him one-on-one, the confidence oozes (laughs) out every pore in his body. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I mean, you can see it in him, too. I mean, from the eye black to the earring. I mean, he's got a lot of swag. I think he's probably having a pretty fun time uh, in in Philadelphia. They also, Coulter, have a heck of a defense. They do, for sure. And a great yeah. offensive line. I mean, yeah. that's the thing, is is they have a, a complete team. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But one last point, uh, just about him. I thought my brother made a great analogy. He was saying that across the board, it's like a baseball-football analogy, right? Everybody, when you watch Major League Baseball now, throws 95 miles per hour. Used to be if you threw 95, you were like a household name. You're a legend. Nolan Ryan was like throwing 95, and everybody's just oohing and on over this guy. Now everybody, who even guys you don't even know their names, they're throwing 96, 97, whatever. But that's not necessarily the only way you can do it. And I think we've seen that in the NFL too. 
every time Mitch Trubisky or Zach Wilson has a pro day and they throw the ball through the wall, everybody's like, well, that guy's going to be an NFL quarterback. It's like, well, he's got NFL arm strength. That doesn't mean he can be an NFL quarterback at a very high level. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, right? my brother said he's like the Greg Maddox of of the NFL. I thought that was a great analogy. He might only throw 91, but he's going to paint the corners all day long. His accuracy is so amazing, and I, I thought that was just a great way of putting it because you can see Hurts gets by. He doesn't have a Mahomes arm, but that's okay because he puts it on a dime almost every time. Uh, Decision-making and accuracy and timing and then gut instincts go a long way, and he's got... All of that. He also has that mentality, that diligence in him that uh, goes a long way as well, Coulter. Five big things from the NFL weekend. That's number one is that uh, sometimes you just have to put your guys in a position to succeed. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mornoeg, joining us in studio. Second big thing from the weekend. The Eagles now, you're right, they, they have a phenomenal defense. They have a great offensive line. They have a great running back. I mean, they have, they, they're great. I mean, they, they, that's why they're 12-1. and They have everything that you possibly need. The thing that they needed was their third-round draft pick quarterback to become a dude, and now he is, and that's why they're winning You know, the division and they're the front-runner for the, the one seed. But this is sort of now, this is like the new trend in the NFL where if you can have a great team that has a, a quarterback on his rookie contract, yeah. now you can go do it. I mean, like, for example... When uh, Jordan Davis, the first-round pick from Georgia, got hurt this this uh, middle of the season for the Eagles, well, because Jalen Hurts is getting paid rookie money, they got room. So they could just go sign Dominican Sue right off the streets, right? They could just go sign Limbaugh Joseph right off the streets. All of a sudden, you got Limbaugh Joseph, Fletcher Cox, and Dominican Sue. I mean, seven years ago, that would be the best three D tackles in the whole NFL on one team. Uh, so it gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah, first of all, Jalen was a high second round pick. That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But but you're exactly right. He's on his rookie contract, and the analytics. We've heard of these analytics, right? All these analytic guys win a Super Bowl in your great quarterback's rookie contract. Otherwise. It's going to be a mess. You're going to have to pay him a fortune, which pulls at every other position. And then you haven't quite got to the point where you're a team that's a Super Bowl winner yet. And it becomes a mess in some cases. The agent, the player, they have to do these contracts that are sort of good by their team and their teammates and make a bunch off the field uh, as far as the the money goes. Like Tom Brady has done, right? Yes, Tom. Patrick Mahomes, to some extent, that was a good contract for the club. Tom Brady's done it ever since he was young because great quarterbacks understand the value of everybody that surrounds them. Typically, to win a Super Bowl now, you got to have a heck of an offense, run and pass, typically. Typically, there are some outliers. you got to have a top five to eight defense. Usually, there are some outliers out there, or at least the defense has to be playing that way down the stretch and then through the playoffs, right? And then you've got to have some really good special teams players as well. So everybody is important and great quarterbacks understand that and it shows in their contracts. I mean we saw that with you know Russell Wilson in Seattle. He won early and then when he, he needed to get paid, what happened? They couldn't re-sign the Legion of Boom. You know, Jared Goff, same thing. But the Rams were smart about it because they knew Goff was about to get paid and so 
they flipped him real quick to get a guy that was probably had one or two good years left in Matt Stafford. That was probably the best navigation of it. You get to the Super Bowl with Goff. He doesn't quite get there, but then before you pay him, you flip him for a guy that has a little juice left in the tank. That's pretty smart. Yeah, and they thought the 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 man that they got was even a little bit better well, for than sure. the man that they had. And I'm not so sure that that is correct. I, I mean, the Lions are rolling just a little I, bit. I mean, I, and the Rams look ugly. I know Jared Goff is one of the easiest guys in the NFL to hate on because he's like this soft-smoking, California cool, pretty boy. He had so much success early, number one overall pick, even though he, he was only you know an okay college player. And I actually think Jared Goff deserves a ton of credit. I mean, you just get you get shipped to Siberia to go die, basically, with the Detroit Lions, and he keeps fighting. I mean, I've watched them a couple times now. He looks legitimately good lately. Yeah. No, he's a good player. I liked him coming out. I didn't have him quite as high as Wentz at the time, and uh, uh, there were some reasons for that, but I really liked him. I thought he was a creative type of player. It doesn't show up quite as much in the NFL sure. uh, because he's become more of a system-type guy. But the man can throw the football. Again, he's got a very good decision-making yep. uh, ability. Typically, right? Everybody gets tricked every now and then. The man can throw the football. He's got some instincts. And like I said, he played with a little creativity in college. I wonder how much of this, uh, w- when the quarterbacks reach the point where they have established themselves as really, really good players, and they, they need to get paid. I'm just so interested to see what this next... Because this next generation is the one that's really going to break the bank, right? Lamar Jackson is yet to be paid. We're going to see huge contracts coming down the pipe for guys like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. You just wonder, I mean, is, is there a way to re-sign one of these guys and not have it in, impede your future? You've got to get creative. The agent has to work with you. And, and then the player has to understand the agent is working for the player, right? right? And, and and some don't quite understand it. They're so young, and there's so much money for on sure. the table. And the agents typically uh, fight that just a little bit. Be Why? Because they're trying to get clients. And then all of a sudden, the, he signs uh, a, a contract. One of your clients, let's say, sure. signs a contract that favors the team. And then other agents use that against you when fighting for m- the new clients coming out of college. The, the contract that I am surprised that teams haven't tried to replicate was Aaron Rodgers' contract. Cause I know I know Aaron Rodgers got so much money, but he took... $50 million of that contract on January 1. He didn't want any game checks, nothing. He said, on New Year's Day, give me $50 million. That sounds pretty good. I'd like to have $50 million on New Year's. But that was, like you're saying, though, that, that's kind of like the Mahomes deal, too, where they, they sort of they put some money here, they put some money there, so his cap hit is way less than he's actually getting paid. Rodgers, he's just like, okay, I'm going to take one-third of this contract right out the gate so you guys can just basically write it off, and then the cap hit's way less. I wonder if there's some replication of that moving forward. Yeah, well, they spread it over, let's say, seven years or five years when you take it up front. I'll tell you a little story, though. The great Brian Westbrook, the great runner when I was in uh, Philadelphia with the Eagles. What a great player he was. So great. But he was ahead of his time. Imagine him 10 years later, man. Yeah, yeah. But contractually, he was like completely the opposite. Mm. Of and, and and I'm going, Brian, what what? 
You don't want that much up front. But, you know, we're trying to get him to take a bunch up front. So you spread it over the lifetime sure. of the contract. And, and he goes, no. He goes, coach, I do not want to be in that locker room when the checks come in my locker and I open it up and some rookie running back, his check is bigger than mine. I'm going, Brian, no, you just take it all up front. <laughs> go, go invest it properly. You totally. know? But he goes, coach, I know. I've studied it. I know all that. But it's that mental thing. 100%. I want to be paid by game more than anybody else. Well, you know this as being around professional athletes for 25-plus years. I think that sometimes the, the, the public thinks, oh, man, these guys are just so greedy. It's not the greed as much as the competitive element, right? Like, they just, they just want to they want to be – like, Brian Westbrook wants to be paid more than the rookie, not because he's greedy, because he knows he deserves more. It's, just, it's, it's a hierarchy within the locker room, right? Yeah, it's, it's really not – uh, per se, the amount. I mean, it's crazy what professional football players in the NFL do, what will do for a hat, <laughs> right, as a prize, right? I mean, it's crazy. Sure. Just the competitiveness <laughs> is out, uh, it's like to the moon with all these, uh, if they're playing ping pong against each other, it's a knockdown, drag out fight. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's like, I mean, this is the great Kobe Bryant story when he comes pulling up to the the LA Lakers facility in the a brand new, I don't know what it was, Aston Martin or DeLorean or some, you know, some sort of crazy sports car. And the sports writers had seen it, and they're like, Kobe, did you get a new car? He's like, yeah, I got a new car. They're like, why'd you get a new car? He's like, because Devin George got a new car. He's like, he didn't get a new car because he needed one or because he thought he wanted one or because he, nope, just because the guy who parks in the parking spot next to him got a new car. Got to get a new car. Yeah, I've coached a couple of guys uh, <laughs> as well that uh, back in the day, but, uh, but uh, well, what was it, at least two or three NFLPA and, and, and NFL uh, uh, contracts, new contracts, right? Uh, it was way back before that, and everybody was pushing money. And so you just re-sign your guys so, every year. Uh, but they wanted to be the highest paid every time that it was redone. Uh, and, and just push, And much of that was f- fake money sure. because you're just going to redo it the next year or two years later. They never got to the year five, six, seven uh, in the contract. But it allowed you to spread the money out and push it forward. So... Uh, they just want to be the highest paid. It doesn't matter if it's $5 or $5 million <laughs> right. or $50 million. That's They right. just, uh, I want to be the highest paid. That's right. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mordaway in studio with us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Rome Student Housing has one-bedroom units, two-bedroom units, four-bedroom units, plus recently the addition of four-bedroom, four-bathroom units. So, uh, all sorts of new floor designs there in Rome Student Housing. You get your own full bathroom attached to the bedroom, so no more waiting for the shower, no more waiting for the sink. They also have controlled access into the building with cameras, so you have peace of mind. Pet-friendly apartments available, plus a bike and a ski-tune room. Activity rooms with gaming stations. It's all within walkability to both downtown and the University of Montana campus. Plus, you have a bus stop right there, too, for the mountain line. So uh, all sorts of great stuff for you there at Rome Student Housing. If you or your prospective student or current student needs somewhere to live, go check out uh, Rome Student Housing. Five big things about the NFL from this past weekend. Uh, thing number three, the uh, <laughs> the NFC South is just a wreck. 
the uh, the Bucks, for as much as they've struggled this year, they are sitting there in first place at six and seven. And uh, after Carolina's win in Seattle, they could now control their destiny because of some of their division wins, even though they're only five and eight. Atlanta's still in the mix in the in the uh, NFC South as well. So uh, pretty crazy that this division is. Uh, is so bad. You get one of those every now and then, you right? Yeah. And it doesn't mean necessarily that they're all bad teams. Sure. They're just a touch and under, typically for most of the season sure. anyway. Other teams, but it just, it, they're all in the same division. And so whoever pops out of there, I remember the Cardinals uh, one year, uh, what were they, 8-8, eight and eight, something right. like that. Yeah. And they make it, and then they go on a run, right? So they they got hot right at the right time, but early in the year they weren't near as good as other teams. Well, so, and so your, your point's so well taken because sometimes it's the it, in the NFL the way your schedule works is you're going to play everybody in your division home and away, and then you play against another two divisions, right? So then what happens if you draw the AFC West and the NFC West and your division's very even and you beat up on each other? That's somehow that's sometimes how you get into to this situation as well. But, I mean, the thing about the Panthers, though, yesterday they looked really good in Seattle, and maybe it's a turning point because Matt Rule, who came from Baylor, I mean, he was in over his head from the beginning. They were in and out of that thing in a season and a half and got rid of him lickety-split, and he's back in college already. But them dismissing him made them finally settle. They've been messing around with Baker Mayfield, Patrick Walker, and Sam Darnold. Finally, it's the Sam Darnold show, and they've won two in a row. I thought they looked really good against Seattle in one of the toughest places to play in the whole NFL yesterday. And they've they've had a decent defense, right? For sure. So when you have a decent defense, you have the ability to go on a run if you find your mojo just a little bit offensively, and they sure have with Sam Darnold on about his third different uh, chance, opportunity here, and every now and then there'll be a quarterback on his third, fourth, fifth opportunity uh, that hits it. Why? Because he's surrounded by good coaches, a good team, a good offense, good offensive line, good defense, good special teams. That may be what happened. It, it might be because I, I thought Sam Darnold was was nails when he was a freshman at USC. Then he had what so many kids happened to him. He was the star freshman. All the hype in the world coming to his sophomore year. He was good his sophomore year, but it wasn't better than his freshman year. So everybody's like, well, this guy's regressing. His draft stock's falling, whatever. Finally, he gets in the league. Then he's stuck in New York. And it was just bad timing because New York was building it and building it and building it. But the Jets didn't have anybody at that exact moment. So he sort of got scapegoated. And uh, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just interesting to see. Uh, the other side of this coin, though, is Baker Mayfield. Baker. I mean, Baker basically begs his way out of Carolina, says, you're not going to play me, you're not going to start me, I'm going to be third string. Okay, let me go. Within two days, he's in L.A., and within three days, he's starting on Thursday Night Football, leading a 98-yard drive. I mean, is this just lightning in a bottle, or can he sustain this? What do you think of that? Well, I'll tell you, I I was interested. I watched the whole game just because of Baker Mayfield and would he play that quickly because – you got to go back to the high school stuff, right? When you get a new quarterback that may play for you in a matter of days, you're looking at cadence, right? right. You're looking at center quarterback exchanges, right? There, I, I guarantee you, they probably snap 200, you know, with their starting center and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right. 
throughout uh, over on the side for sure just getting just getting uh, accustomed to each other and then you've got you've got all the different plays and what are the expectations and how we go about our business regarding every single play so uh, I suspect that they had 20 25 type passes that Baker and the Rams thought would be good against this opponent. All those things, you go through all of those, a lot of work now, a lot of work, 24-7 leading up to that ball game. And talk about redemption. For sure. Oh, my gosh. You know, you know in, in the world of athletics, especially football, great things happen. For sure. Right? To, to teams and to individuals. And then occasionally bad things happen on, a, on an occasion. And, 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 and then, but the great thing is, is that you've got a chance to redeem yourself or your team has a chance to redeem themselves next week. And that's what happened with Baker Mayfield. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty here on Nuanas Now. Uh, last of our five big things from the weekend. There's now five teams in the NFL that are assured to have losing seasons. There's like 10 more teams that are hovering right there at the at the eight-loss mark. But there's there's five teams that are assured to have losing seasons. The defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, the New Orleans Saints, the Chicago Bears, the Denver Broncos, and the Houston Texans. I think we could both agree, Coach, that the, the Texans are the least surprising of that group. I don't think anybody right. had high expectations for the Texans this year. Although they fought their butts off yesterday against the Cowboys. But... That aside, which one of those other four is the most surprising team that's assured to have a losing season? I would say in order, the Rams. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this it became a mess up until the last ball game. For sure. But, uh, and why? Well, there's so many different reasons, right? There's no excuses, but there's a bunch of different reasons that they're going to have a losing season. That's a heck of a football team. For sure. You know, so if they if they get the thing going, get get all the fellows back healthy next year, I would expect them to be rolling again. So so the Rams and then the Broncos, Broncos. are really, really, really surprised me. I just thought Russell Wilson going there with sure. that fine defense Right, I mean, statistically, the best defense in the NFL and in, in the National Football League. Yeah, up until the last ball game, they <laughs> were, sure. weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, they I mean, didn't play the Chiefs yet. I yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I I'm really surprised by that one as well. And then and then the Saints and then the Bears yeah. and then the least surprising, like you said, is the Texans. I did expect them. To win more than one game, though. No, for sure. Yeah, and uh, you could see just how close they've been, how close the uh, how how small the the margin of victory is uh, in the National Football League. The Monday afternoon quarterback is presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Go check out Rome Student Housing for any and all living options for you, your prospective student, or your current student. Walkable to both downtown Missoula and the University of Montana campus. And uh, they have all sorts of great perks going on right now here uh, at the change of the semester. Contenders and pretenders will do that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. 
This is Andrew's Halloween costume for all time. <laughs> Little Tyler Childers here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. That's a little inside joke. We'll go back to the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mortaway joining us here in studio, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. Monday afternoon quarterback is presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash has unlimited car wash deals. Great holiday present idea. You can also get gift cards over there that also would be great stocking stuffers for you as well. The Legacy Car Wash deal starts at $31. You can go all the way up to $37. Get your car, your truck washed anytime. Keep your car sparkling clean all winter long at Dazzler's Car Wash, located right next to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company on Radio Way. You want a $50 gift card to Dazzler's? We got one for you. Call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number six. We got a $50 gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash. 888-1029. Call right now. All right, contenders or pretenders, Coach? Uh, we'll just rattle through these. I think there's some we totally agree on, and then some that I think you'll have a little bit more discussion on. Uh, we'll start with the AFC, because I think the AFC only has about seven teams that could win the conference at all, and maybe not even that many. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. Uh, go, heck of a football team, great quarterback. The thing that they're doing lately, too, is that they're they're winning ugly. They're proving that they're not just front runners. They're blowing people out early. They they I mean, Josh Allen's been hurt. They've been playing poorly at times and still figuring out. I mean, like yesterday, they just gutted it out. They beat the Jets 20-9 to in a sideways snowstorm. That's the sign of a team that's not only good but mature, right? Yeah, uh, mature team. However, my only concern is Josh Allen taking too many hits. He's sure. got to learn uh, how to protect his body because it's a marathon season. Uh, so that's my only concern with the Buffalo Bills. That's the craziest part about the NFL, too, is you can have guys that are like seem like they're superhumans. Adrian Peterson or Earl Campbell or, you know, who, whomever it might be, everybody has a break. I mean, Cam Newton, you know, everybody yeah. has a breaking point where your body just can't take it anymore. So a point well taken on Josh Allen. Uh, Kansas City, they, they continue to look vulnerable on defense, but who cares if you score 35 points every yeah. single game? Yeah, a very good team. Not as good as the Bills, right? Not, not quite as good as the Bills. However, their quarterback is astronomical. I mean, this guy is creative. He's got instincts that nobody else has played with. And and Andy Reid allows him to play with those instincts as long as he takes care of the ball. So uh, absolutely the Chiefs and Bills. That touchdown that he threw yesterday to Jarek McKinnon was just stupid. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I, I totally agree. I think the Bills and the Chiefs, it, I, it, if, if it's not those two teams playing the, for the AFC Championship, I think it'll be, that would be a surprise, just depending on how the bracket plays out, though. I mean, they had to play each other around before that last year, so maybe that's where it's at. But I do think those are the two best teams in the NFL. How about the, or in the AFC, excuse me? How about the Baltimore Ravens? They need the great Lamar Jackson back and healthy. In fact, I was on a Zoom call, it was last week, with a doctor, a professional that sort of. Uh, told us all about the exact injury. That's a one- to three-week injury for most people, but there's a pretty good percentage where it stretches into that four-, five-, six-week ordeal, dependent on uh, some other uh, things uh, that's going on in the knee. So, uh, And then my big question is, when Lamar gets back, 
right? Is he 90%, 95%, or is he only 85%? He no longer will be a 4-3. But is he a 4-4? Four, four, totally. Or is he uh, playing at the 4-7 type 40? I'm talking about 40-yard dashes type range. That would be a big knock on them. I would say they're just an under. Just an under. An absolute. I think so. I, I, I'm i not on the Ravens. I think they got to have not only Lamar Jackson back playing healthy, but back playing well. Because they, I mean, they have piecemealed their way to 9-4. and four. It's a great coaching job by John Harbaugh for sure. But they, of all the teams in the league that are 9-10 win teams, they are definitely the ones that have left something to be desired. But that also means they probably have a lot of room to grow as well. So we'll see where the Baltimore Ravens, uh, end up. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Uh, good defense. Their quarterback. I think their, their quarterback has learned just a little bit how sure. to avoid and, and not kill your own team taking too many sacks. That alone, I think, gets them to where they want to go. Tennessee Titans. No, I don't. I agree, and and they're they're like kind of sliding right now. Too. Yeah, yeah, something's missing there for sure. Little juice that they've had in past years, and that juice only gets you so far, right? Uh, so, so I always thought that they needed a little bit more than just handing the ball off to their great back. They, they need a little bit more than that offensively. The, the thing that I've seen is that for a couple of years, people said we're going to load up against the run and make Ryan Tannehill beat us. Now they're saying, well, you can't load up against Derrick Henry, so we're just going to let him run and then just go bonkers on the outside and make Tannehill make mistakes because that's what kind of been the formula. Okay, they're going to get 150 yards from Henry. That's fine. Right. If the quarterback does nothing, we're going to beat him. Right. Just minimize the damage that Henry does against us. How about the uh, Chargers? Big win last night for the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, up until last night, I thought something was missing there. For sure. And I still I still have an inkling something's missing just a little bit there. Well, I there. think what's been missing is the players, right? I mean, they well, got they got Keenan Allen back a couple weeks ago. They got Mike Williams back last night. They have multiple running backs now. They still are missing their stud left tackle, and they're still missing Derwin James, their stud safety. But as they get guys back, I think they're a really dangerous team. Uh, well, it's possible. I just think, I just think something more than that. Well, for sure, more than that is just just missing a little bit with this this team, and I can't put my finger on it. But as you know, that locker room is so important. The culture. Uh, it, could that be it? I don't know because I'm not in that locker room. The last one on the AFC, the Miami Dolphins. They were looking like a Cinderella story. They've been on the skids the last couple weeks, though. Where are we at the Dolphins? Yeah, I think people have caught up to the Miami yep. Dolphins just a little bit. I don't think they're one of the elite teams. If they are and make it to I would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. They have great personnel, but... I think that last night what the Chargers did to them defensively is going to be the blueprint now moving forward, so they're going to have to figure out a way to adjust. And we've seen this forever, Coach, when eight, ten weeks of something new, a new offensive guy, new offensive plays, it can be all slick and you're scoring all over the place, but then as soon as somebody figures it out, boom, it's copycat league, right? Yeah, the Chargers did a, a nice job defensively uh, on the Miami Dolphins and Tua. Look at it's cyclic just a little bit. No. So so you, the Miami Dolphins, they needed to stay one step ahead. And it looks like they stayed, they just kind of stayed stagnant. So I'm sure that the smoke is burning. 
in the offensive coaches' offices uh, of the Miami Dolphins trying to get back ahead of the game schematically. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mornoweg in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez, here on Nuanez Now ESPN Radio, presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Come check out Dazzler's. they got unlimited car wash deals for you. Keep your truck sparkling clean all winter long with Dazzler's Car Wash in Missoula, right next to us here uh, on Radio Way. Let's talk about the NFC. Uh, undeniable that the Eagles are a contender. We already talked about them a bunch, but we, I mean, we both think that they're the favorite in the NFC, right? Absolutely, and I think Jalen Hurts might end up being the most valuable player in the National Football League. How about the Cowboys? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. I, uh, look, they'll, they'll, they'll throw a stinker sort of at you yeah. on, a, on, a, on an occasion, but they're so talented, very good defense. Their quarterback showed a little guts the other day because yep. he he didn't play really well at all, right? Nope. But then when, when all the marbles were there, he stood up and drove them to a nice touchdown for the win. How about the Minnesota Vikings? No, I, I, I think agree, they're man. overachieving just a little bit. Yep, I thought I yesterday sh- was a, was very indicative of how they can get beat. They are really, really... Uh, first of all, they've been playing with house money. Uh, by all the analytics say that they're the single luckiest team in the last 20 years in the NFL. But they've also been playing above their heads. Their offense is slick. But they got a street fight yesterday, and the Lions straight punched them in the face. And the Lions can outscore you, too. And I thought yesterday was a a perfect formula for how you beat the Vikings. Yeah, you and I talked about the Vikings earlier in the season, and I thought they were overachieving. And they they kept winning, though. They kept winning. And so so the analytics say luck. Yeah, well, sometimes that... That culture creates some of those breaks for sure, and 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 one or two or three plays a game for you. But I I think they're they've been overachieving all year, so uh, I would be surprised if they can make a deep run. They're they're good. They're probably, the Vikings are likely going to win the NFC North. They're going to get in the playoffs. They'll probably get a home playoff game, and they'll probably win that home playoff game. But then I don't think they got enough juice to punch through. Uh, against some of the top teams in the NFC, including the next one, the San Francisco 49ers. This is crazy, right? They've been through one quarterback, then Jimmy G played. Trey Lance gets knocked out early. Yeah, and, and then Jimmy G, and then and then all of a sudden they've got this quarterback who's played like talk about overachieving. He's playing like a veteran. Brock Purdy looks like he's 14 years old. When he's doing the <laughs> postgame last, I mean, Andrew texted me. He said, when did the 49ers sign a high school kid? I mean, like this kid is so baby-faced. Yeah. But he looked great yesterday. Yeah, I remember him coming out, well, it was just a year ago, totally. right? Uh, Iowa State, if That's I right. remember right. right. Yeah, and and uh, Once upon a time, his only offer was from Montana State. Then he went to a couple camps, got himself into the, the Power Five. But, I mean, it's crazy how it all works, right? As, as of, like, the summer of his junior year of high school, this kid was going to the big sky, and now he's starting for the Niners. Yeah, well, I'll t- I will tell you, watching the film of him coming out, he the the man would make game winning plays. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, he would just make, and it was it was not a rare occasion. No, I mean, this was this was more than occasionally. This guy would make make play after play after play. He plays a quarterback position really well for a guy coming out of college. I really did uh, question what his overall talent was totally. uh, when he was coming out. That's why he lasted to what? The sixth, seventh round? He's, the la- he's Mr. Irrelevant. Last oh, pick he in the was. Draft. He's yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. The last player chosen. And then he gets thrown in it. And then, look, it, they must have had uh, great confidence in this young man uh, because they didn't go after Baker, right? 
To, to their top two quarterbacks are down. They've got a heck of a team. And they go with a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, out of uh, Iowa State that many people probably hadn't heard of. Now, this is a heck of a football team. And I do think that the system there in San Francisco For sure. with Shanahan, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, I think that fits this young man as well. When If you can step in and play behind one of the best offensive lines of football, and you got one of the best run games of football, no matter who's toting the rock. And you got all these playmakers. And they lost Evo Samuel yesterday. That did not yeah. look good. But still, I mean, you know, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, on down the line. There's a lot of guys that help out Brock Purdy, too. I, I will tell you that Debo, though, that's that, that that that's a big loss now. Oh, but that, that's a big loss. They have others. The really fine, fine football player. But this guy's special. Oh, for and sure. And so, so we'll see on him with this injury. But, you know, I'm from the Bay Area, so I kind of lean towards the 49ers, and I hope uh, that they, with their third-team quarterback, make a run. I think we could both agree Seahawks and, and uh, Washington are both not contenders. They, they might be in the playoffs, but they're not contenders. Right? Love Geno Smith, but I think they're just a notch and under. The ability to go far. So, I mean, would you agree with me on this, then? I think that the 49ers are the biggest uh, threat to the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. Uh, I would say I would say the Niners and the Cowboys, and the Cowboys would yeah. be those two. Now, the Cowboys, the Cowboys have the ability to pull off uh, some great games. So if they can pull off a bunch of great games, not even a bunch, uh, a handful of great games down the stretch and into the playoffs, they're going to be rolling. Uh, but they can lay a big egg right in the middle of the 50-yard line as well. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty here on Nuanas Now. What's up with Monday Night Football? We'll talk about the line and the matchup right after this. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you, you had a great weekend. Hopefully you're having a great end to your year. Christmas right around the corner is a couple weeks away. So we have short weeks each of the last two weeks. This happens to me every year. I don't take my uh, required time off. And so then I gotta I get kicked out of here at the end of the year. But that's fine because I get to go spend uh, Christmas with my family. So we won't have shows this Thursday and Friday. We'll also have a short week next week. So we'll keep you uh, in the loop as far as that goes. But uh, thanks for being with us here on your Monday. Missed anything in the show? We did the Montana Football Hour, hour number one, the Monday afternoon quarterback, and hour number two. You can find it all in the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Last thing on the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mornaway joining me, Coulter Nuanas, in studio, presented by Front Street Pizza, Dazzler's Car Wash, and Rome Student Housing. Monday night football tonight, Coach. Uh, this is a crazy one. The Patriots are two and a half point favorites on the road at Arizona. Neither of these teams, uh, these teams are definitely not in our contenders uh, <laughs> portion of the deal. These guys, neither one of them are anywhere close, I don't think. And uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you think of that line? Minus two and a half for the Patriots. Well, the Patriots still have an opportunity to come into the they, playoffs they might. back yep. door. 
sort of if they get they got to get on a roll. Sure. They've got to find some offense, right? They've got defensive guys coaching offense. Right. And it kind of looks that way just a little bit. How does that even happen? Uh, I've seen it only once or twice before. And it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, Matt Patricia went from high school coach to defensive coordinator to head coach to now he's the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. I mean, talk about, he must have be, he must interview really well. Well, I, football coaches are teachers. Sure. Right? Uh, typically, uh, a defensive coordinator in the NFL is is well-versed offensively For sure. because he's sure. got to stop sure. it. Offensive guys in the NFL are very well-versed defensively. But the details within the details is what it looks like it's lacking just a little bit offensively. I'm hoping because I like the Patriots. I like Mac Jones. I like this kid. Uh, but it looks like he's regressed just a little bit this year. And I, I think the Patriots have... Uh, sort of an inkling of being a fine defensive football team, right? This is going to be interesting. Uh, you've got Kyler Murray on the other side at home, right? And then, and then you've got the New England Patriots. They think they still have a chance at this thing. So it'll be a, a fascinating type of game to watch tonight. I think it'll be an even matchup for sure. And I think the Cardinals are playing for a lot because the Cardinals have been awful since they started out 7-0 last year. They have been... They've had no semblance of continuity since then. So uh, a lot of things on the line for Arizona, a lot of things on the line for New England. Uh, thanks so much to our great sponsors, Dazzler's Car Wash, Rome Student Housing, and Front Street Pizza for helping bring us the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. And thanks, Marty Mordewig, for joining us uh, like you do each Monday. Coulter, this is one of my favorite things to do every week. Well, thanks so much for being here. We will be back at it tomorrow. It's a short week, but we got a whole bunch of stuff coming at you. Uh, we will have... A diagnosis after watching the FCS playoffs of all the things the Grizz need to take from that to implement into their football program. Plus, we'll have a whole bunch of high school coverage as well. So we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, thanks so much for listening. And if you missed anything in today's show, you can always check it out on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your podcast hosting platforms. Short week this week, so we'll get it all in before we get out of town. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 Advocates. Dot com.